0: Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. I'm James Jacobson. Joining us are the authors of the book The Dog Cancer Survival Guide, Dr. Damian Dressler and Dr. Susan Ettinger. One of the cancers that you talk about in The Dog Cancer Survival Guide are melanomas. Uh, Dr. Dressler, I'll throw this question out to you first. If you have a dog with a melanoma, what are the likely signs and symptoms that you're facing?
1: Well, melanomas uh, are growths that most commonly come out of cells uh, which produce pigment. And so they're usually dark, most commonly. And they, uh, are, they're found in areas also that are dark, uh, usually uh, the surface of the skin. And they're broken into a few different categories. Uh, some of them will turn up in the mouth, uh, somewhere within the oral cavity. Uh, and then some of them will turn up uh, down on the toe or the toe area. Uh, and that's another category and then some of them will pop up uh, somewhere uh, uh, usually in the torso or the trunk area of the dog and we break these into different categories because of the fact uh, that they behave very differently depending on where they uh, show up. Now an interesting thing about melanomas or malignant melanomas in in dogs uh, different from people in humans uh, many times, fair-skinned people will get these as a consequence of sunlight exposure, uh, ultraviolet radiation. But we do not see this in dogs. Other tumor types, yes, but not melanoma. So that's a big difference that, that uh, everybody should realize. Dr. Ettinger, what are your thoughts on melanomas?
2: Yeah, most people know about melanoma, just as Dr. Dr. Dressler pointed out, from people. And interestingly, the skin melanomas in dogs in general, tend to be benign. But the ones in the oral cavity in the mouth and the digit are malignant and more similar to the skin melanomas in people. So it's a little bit different. Um, But the ones in the mouth and the digit are are gonna be one of these cancers that are locally aggressive, so very invasive into the tissue. And surgery or radiation is gonna be very important in the primary area that the cancer is growing. And then there's an exciting new treatment option that you can do to help turn on the body's immune system to um, attack the cancer cells that are very metastatic, that have a high spread rate. But what we've learned, which is really interesting about the melanoma vaccine, is that it works best for the systemic disease. So you really still need that surgery and or radiation for the primary cancer. And then another question that I get is, can I use the melanoma vaccine to prevent my dog from getting this cancer? And unfortunately, that's not the way that the vaccine works. So it's really a treatment option and not a preventative option.
0: Why do they call it vaccine?
2: It's a vaccine because it um, turns on the body's immune system by, um, a, with the stimulation of something called tyrosinase, which is part of the melanoma cell. Um, but you're actually turning on the immune system to go and attack those cancer cells. And that's similar to how a vaccine works in that it's an immune stimulatory um, mechanism.
0: I get it. Dr. Dressler, your thoughts on options for uh, treating melanomas?
1: Melanomas are cancers that really need the full-spectrum approach. We need to be sure that we're not blindsided by our own bias. For example, if we're more holistic people, we, we can't rely only on the use of, say, supplements, diet, herbs, and this type of thing because of the fact that this cancer, if it shows up in the mouth and it shows up on the digits, it's not... It's a serious disease, and we have much higher efficacy with the use of surgery and chemotherapy and radiation than if we only rely on the non-conventional approaches. Now, having said that, um, we need to take advantage of the new information. Dr. Ettinger mentioned the melanoma vaccine. It's an important u- uh, uh, feature of full-spectrum treatment. and uh, This is in addition to a uh, cancer-fighting diet, uh, the use of plant-derived compounds, uh, phytochemicals, which help turn on cancer cell suicide. Those are called hypotogens. Uh Fatty acids can help. Certain types of fibers uh, can help. Uh, and we always need to pl- uh, remember to restore good brain chemistry to an anti-cancer uh, state, a cancer-fighting state. And this can be done by deliberately in- increasing uh, our joys in life and our life quality efforts so we can have the longest, happiest life possible.
0: Dr. Ettinger, Dr. Dressler, thank you so much. There's a lot more information on melanomas in the Dog Cancer Survival Guide, but thank you both for joining us today. Thank you. For more information on dog cancer, visit dogcancervet.com.